Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun. Scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part five in our series, Navigate the Pandemic Together. Today, we're talking about how the two of you can and will figure out your finances together. And Leif Garrett had this to say about money. He said, stay on top of your finances. Don't leave that to others. So true when it comes to marriage. Don't leave the finances to others. You know, we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And a hug comes, you know, in all shapes and sizes. We get them from emails. We get them from Instagram, Facebook messages, things like that. And we love being able to share the stories of transformation with each one of you. This actually came from a note that we received that said, this letter is extremely overdue. Your honesty and transparency speak volumes to me, and my belief that marriage can be great has been restored. I recently discovered that the marriages of those I loved and respected were full of masks and lies. Mm. I was raised to believe that sex was given to the husband to keep him from porn and is not pleasurable for the woman. I came into marriage with numerous worries, concerns, and a dialogue in my head of disaster. All the resources, the tools, the podcasts, etc., started the conversation in our marriage and have minimized the tension. Mm. You both have shown me that marriage can be extraordinary. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for taking off the masks. Thank you for bringing God into the marriage bed. Thank you for your smiles, laughter, and constant truths. Thank you for impacting my marriage so we can not only stay married, but happily married. And that last line is the money. Not just staying money or staying money because we're going to be talking, talking about money. Mo- we're talking money, but not just staying married and having like, oh, I've we've been married 30 years or we've been married 40 years or we've been married 50 years. But honestly, having extraordinary marriages throughout all of those years, mm-hmm. I think is truly the testament of what we do here and what you do in your marriage. And that is what the one family is about. Not just having a number and like Elise and I will share, hey, we've been married so many years, but it's not just to go, hey, we, we have this number besides. No, we are living a marriage that looks that people can look at and we can look at and go, that's extraordinary. Mm-hmm. I want a marriage like that. Best life ever. Mm-hmm. Best life. Like you want it, you want to be in the place where it keeps getting better. And better. And that's why we've decided to do this whole series around navigating the pandemic, you know, because we want you to come out of this season better and stronger and more equipped in your marriage than you were when you started the season, right? Over the last few weeks, we've been talking about, you know, this new normal that we all find ourselves in. Not that this is a permanent normal. This is the temporary new normal that we've all got to navigate while we're under stay-at-home orders and stuff like that. We've talked about what the pandemic has looked like as either an introvert or an extrovert and how marriages are navigating those different personality types and, and what it means to actually be able to support your spouse based on their personality, right? That it's not just all your way or the highway. 
And that's going to happen no matter if we're in a pandemic or out, out of a pandemic. Knowing if your spouse is an introvert or an extrovert and what you are and how you guys relate to each other, that helps you become, helps you live out an extraordinary marriage. Which is why I'm so grateful that we actually, the pandemic forced us to do that show because in 10 years, yeah. being behind these mics, we had never actually covered that. And we have that dynamic here in our marriage. We've also talked about how couples are navigating this whole idea of work during the season, whether you both are working from home or one's working from home or one's not working or both are not working, whatever it looks like, right? That's, that's like this great big, you know, like, you know, bowl of marbles for couples of going, okay, what's the scenario going to look like today? And, and this week we're looking at, you know, the finances, right? How to figure out your finances in the season. And it was really interesting. I was on a mastermind call the other day with a couple of girlfriends. I mean, we've been meeting, talking business now for a gosh, I don't know, probably like, I think we figured it out. It's like six or seven years. Wow. Really? Yeah. It's That's pretty awesome. crazy. And w one of the gals was saying, she's like, you know, she had actually heard this. So this is like, you know, probably fourth hand repeat of a quote at this point in time, but the idea and the concept is really good. This pandemic is like, we're all in the ocean together, right? The pandemic is the ocean. We're all in the ocean, but what we're in, in the ocean, our boats, our life preservers, some people are on yachts. It all looks different. So to say that we're all in the same boat is not true. Mm -hmm. Because what life looks like for Tony and I during this pandemic, what it might look like for you, what it might look like for you know your neighbor, what it might look like for the government official, it looks different. So the boat is different. The ocean is the same. And, and the, that's true so specifically when it comes to talking about finances. Because if you just take yourselves out of the pandemic for a second, finances are one of those topics that can be a challenge for couples without the pandemic umbrella, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're never really taught to talk about money. We've all got our own money stories. You know, there's all of these thoughts about money and, and that's what we bring into marriage. We both have that. Then you add on, you know, global crisis and all of that stuff gets really like, oh, you know, it's like the, mm -hmm. the scream in the horror movies, like the psycho movie, you know, so we have to actually say, what does this look like for couples? And so the reason we're doing the show to figure out the finances in a season like this, because for Tony and I, this is not our first rodeo when it comes to economic downturns and bad times. No. <laughs> no. I, think, I think Tony, just like, as I was saying that literally just saw the last 23 years of our marriage flash in front of his eyes. Cause he just paused and he looked at me and it was just this really like, no, we've been here before. Well, and it's funny you say that because I remember talking to a buddy in January going, you know what? Four more years. We got to, let's keep moving strong. Let's keep doing what we're doing. Four more years. Gets my youngest out of my house, out of high school, you know, and for some reason in my mind, that's what I was thinking, like four more years. And yes, there's still going to be my kids. There's still those that I want to support in some way, shape or form financially. I don't know at what extent, you know, Elise and I haven't crossed that bridge yet. For those of you who, who do have kids that are going into college, I think that's a big thing. You know, how are you saving for that? Are you saving for that? Are you putting it on them to, to figure out how they're going to go through that? So I think for my own mind in January, I was like four more years, you know, get them boom. And then, oh, this hits. And then March. And then March hits. And then March. And, and, you know, this isn't the first time we've been through this. I mean, Tony and I, you know, met and married in the mid nineties. And so the economy was 
in the toilet then. I'd seen, you know, people that had graduated years ahead of us getting these like crazy lucrative jobs. And no joke, I graduated from college and my first job because I couldn't find anything was unpacking clothes in the back of a Marshalls in Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. I just remember the stink of all of that like plastic wrap and I just came home one day and I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like the smell was so overwhelming. You didn't even go back. <laughs> I didn't. didn't, I, like, I, didn't I don't even, even think you quit. I don't even think you called and said, I quit. I, I think you just didn't even go in. Yeah. I, and I don't even know if we ever even received a check for the hours you, you I did doubt do. It. I, I, I didn't even care at that point in time. Well, don't forget too then. I mean, the, the burst of 2000, mm-hmm. the internet, the, the dot, internet com, do, dot, com. dot com bubble bursted there. But that then, one didn't have, that one for us, I feel like that was more... Like we saw our investments plummet, but it didn't feel like that one. Didn't, what little investments well, we yeah, had. I mean, like, I don't want you to sound like, please. <laughs> 2000, we'd two, only been married four years. Yeah. Young, you know, just recently graduated, not a whole lot of money, but, but we started investing. We did. And something that you as a newlywed, a younger couple should be thinking about. And it doesn't need to be what maybe you're seeing those who have been in the workforce for 20 years or even your parents or other folks. But what can you start putting aside? Mm -hmm. If it's $20 a paycheck, then do it. It doesn't have to be crazy. I, I do remember us getting to a place. I remember back in the day, just reading a lot of books um, investment books, mm-hmm. Warren Buffett back in the day. I just loved his books. Um, another, uh, one of his mentors, uh, last name is Graham. I can't remember his first name and I know some of you will remember it, but just talking about the continuous of investments mm-hmm. and, and I'm glad back then we just started something, $10, $20, putting it aside because it's made a difference over the years. And so maybe you need to hear that right now as a, a newlywed. Maybe you're, you're even somebody who's been married 10, 15 years. You know, it doesn't need to be hundreds or thousands of dollars every time. It couldn't be right now. Just, hey, start something, 20 mm-hmm. bucks, 10 bucks, do it. Absolutely. And, you know, so that was like up to 2000. And then, you know, it's been pretty well documented on the show how we've gone, we went through the Great Recession, right? losing our home, you know, Tony not wanting to get out of bed. We had two young kids at the time. So a completely different set of circumstances and car breaking down, car having breaking to borrow down. a 1996 Honda Accord that didn't have any air conditioner for six months from a buddy. Talk mm-hmm. about humbling. So, you know, and here we are again, right? Watching, you know, governments, you know, state governments be shut down. We're watching businesses be shut down. We're, we're seeing, you know, friends and whatnot. And we're seeing all of this around us. We're living it with everyone else. Right. And we are a little bit older and wiser this time around, you know, 23 years of marriage. You know, I I do claim a little bit of wisdom Mm -hmm. around this, but I I do want to, before we get into the, like really the meat of the show, I do want to share a bit of encouragement with all of you because we asked the one family and we do all of our questions and this type of stuff on Instagram. So if you don't follow us there, Mm -hmm. you can find us at one extraordinary marriage on Instagram. But we asked the question, has your income been negatively impacted by the pandemic? And I didn't define that for people. I didn't, you know, do one of the, you know, the famous Elisa definitions. I just asked that question so that you all could define that for yourselves. Mm -hmm. And I want to share with you that only 30% of those that responded, and we had quite quite a big number of people respond, only 30% said yes. Which is fantastic. So that means 70% in the one family are saying that their their finances have not been 
negatively impacted at this point. At this point. And that's what some people did say, you know, mm-hmm. as we asked the question, you know, what are you concerned about? That that if this drags on, if this lasts into the summer and things like that, they could have a different response. Sure. But I wanted to share that with you because I feel like you know, a lot of what's out there in the media is that everybody is, you know, eating rice and beans. And I'm not, I'm not discounting that. And I'm not minimizing that because we know that there are families in the one family that are struggling. But I just want to share that regardless of what media is putting out there, that may not be the case for everyone. And, And you need to hear that encouragement to know that others are making it through. Others are doing okay. Others don't feel a negative impact. But that being said, there are some very real concerns mm-hmm. here in the family. You know, people that were that were supposed to get it, start a new job, and now you know everything's on hold, yeah. right? People that lost their job because of this and don't know who's going to be hiring and when they're going to be hiring. You know, people that have businesses and the contracts are now being paid late. Um, you know, the bills that are piling up, but the paychecks that aren't. Mm -hmm. Somebody said, and I was like, I love the way you phrase that. Um, People that are in the process of buying or selling homes, you know, what's going on with, you know, banks and paperwork and are there buyers going to qualify? If you are the buyer, are you going to qualify? What is that all going to look like? You know, very much like us early in our marriage, what's happening with the stock market? Retirement accounts, you know, are are those numbers dropping? How far are they going to go? You know, what does this all look like? Can I say something there too? Yeah. Find a trusted advisor, folks. Um, and I'm going to put a link. We did a, we did a series called money and marriage Mm -hmm. and I'm going to drop a link to the first part there. It's called bringing finances together within that. In the episode notes, you'll be able to find all the episodes we did around that Mm -hmm. series. I do want to say, Hey, know that you have a trusted advisor. Find somebody that you know. If you're looking for somebody, reach out to us. I'd be more than happy to introduce you to ours. We've been with ours for 17 years now. And I've referred him to many of folks. He's a great guy. I am not, and I'm going to just say seriously, I'm not concerned. He has folks that I know personally who are in retirement and their money did not get hit because he's, He's an, a trusted advisor, so we don't have to fall through the whims of, oh my gosh, it's up, it's down. I don't even look at it. He and I discuss, and we move on. If that's who you are, if you love watching the markets go up and down, and that's what you love doing, and, and you're day trading it, by all means. If you're more like me, where I like to just, or us, where we like to put it in, we have our advisor, he takes care of it, we have conversations, and we roll, then by all means, reach out info at one extraordinary marriage.com and uh, I can get you his information. And that's so important. And, you know, it's not just the investments. I mean, one of the things that I kept seeing come up and I experienced this myself is the question of, well, why in the world are groceries so expensive right now? One, like there's just the reality of the fact that we're all eating home predominantly, you know, like three meals a day and everybody's home and you got to feed everybody all day long. But it was just this whole, like, I remember the first grocery trip that we took after coming back from New York, right after mm-hmm. the Henderson conference, right when this whole thing was starting. And I remember, you know, they rang up our groceries and looking at the total and wondering what the heck, what did we get? And I didn't even have the teenagers with me, but, but we need to be able to create conversation around this. And we, and we have to have the ability to talk about all of this, even when everything seems so emotionally charged. So let's talk about that after the break. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So just like last week when we were talking about, you know, that work dynamic in the home, the very first thing that we told you to do last week in terms of action was to take a deep breath. And when it comes to finances, you may need to actually take like two or three deep breaths because you just may be feeling like, I'm so stressed right now. I'm overwhelmed. And we've told you so many times that when you take those deep breaths, it actually triggers your nervous system to start slowing down and, and to give you that sense of control and that sense of peace. When we get all stressed out, we, we do the shallow breathing thing and that's not good for our conversations. It's not good for our emotions. It's not good for our body. So take, take the deep, take the deep breath and be praying, pray, pray well before you're going into this and be praying throughout. Mm-hmm. In, in all honesty, make sure you're doing that and so that you're in a place where you can receive wisdom and knowledge. Absolutely. And then the next thing we want to encourage you to do is to actually like look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself the question, am I being an eagle or an ostrich when it comes to our finances? Ooh, I like that. I know. It, it, like as I, I was like preparing that. for the show, it's like it, it literally that image... Uh, first image I had was the ostrich. And, you know, because what does an ostrich do? An ostrich will stick its head in the sand. We've all seen those funny, whether cartoon or, you know, real pictures of the ostrich in the head in the sand. It looks just so awkward. It'll avoid all the conversation around finances and it'll ignore the situation so that it doesn't have to be real, right? That's kind of the ostrich bit behavior. Or you have the eagle and think about an eagle soaring for a second, right? And when an eagle is soaring, they're able to look at so much more. They're able to look at things from different angles. They're strategic in what they what they need and, and what needs to be attacked first, right? Because when an eagle's up there and they're going after their prey, there could be a lot of things down there, but they're looking and going, okay, which one am I going after right now? And then they get laser focused on that. Mm, I love it. So I get it. Chaos like the world wants you to believe that this is a chaotic situation and that everything, the sky is falling. It's the whole chicken little scenario. But can you be an eagle in your finances right now and say, okay, here's what we've got going on. I think we can use that in all areas of our marriage. You know, when we're looking at our sexual intimacy, our emotional intimacy, our financial, spiritual, recreational, you know, where are we? Are we an ostrich? Are we putting our head in the sand and not going to talk about that? Or are we going to be an eagle? We, we can do it. I, I'll let you do I an eagle it. and ostrich series. We'll do that down the road. <laughs> right now we're talking finance. Yes. Right now. So, so take the, I'm going to encourage everybody to put on your eagle wings, right? Ostriches don't fly. Keep that in mind. They can't. Their body doesn't allow them to, but eagles can't. So how would an eagle in your marriage, how would you handle your finances? Well, you're going to look at what's the current situation from the you know sky, what does this whole thing look like? I'm not just going to focus on the bill that came in today. And trust me, I mean, we're still dealing with all of Alex's surgery. I get bills on a regular basis, you know, people calling me. I'm not going to get so laser focused on the one bill that I don't look at the whole picture. What's going on? What do we have coming in? What do we have going out? What's going on with our investments? What about other funds? How long have the two of you actually had the conversation? How long can we make it on what we currently have? And I know that that number is so widely varied that I'm not going to come up with you know a million of different scenarios. 
But the purpose of asking that question is not to cause fear. And I want to be real clear because some of you may be like, I can't ask that question because that's just going to terrify me. It's not to cause fear. That purpose of that question is to create team unity between the two of you to say, okay, this is where we're, this is where we're at. So together we have to come up with a strategy. What's our job situation, right? Are we concerned about being furloughed? Are we worried about a job not being there? Are we dealing with, like a few people said, delayed contract payments? Mm -hmm. Do we have checks coming in, but they're reduced? Like, what does it look like to sit down and say, here's what it is. Remember Eagle looking at all the pieces, putting it all together. Where can I attack? Where can I get focused on what I can do? Can I just share something? So for those of you who are business owners, this may look a little bit different just as an, just as an FYI, because you may be running your business and are running your business. And so you're looking at what are your overall revenues, what's coming in, what's going out as from the business standpoint. Now that may be very close with your spouse. Like you, you two may be in business together or you know it to you do all that together. So being able to also talk about what's happening in the business is going to be vital mm -hmm. and necessary. If not, if, if it's like you're, you're growing the biz, you got your thing going on. It's looking at what are you pulling? What are you taking from the business? And I, I don't want to say taking, but what are you getting drawing as you, what are you, what you're drawing for your income? And what's that look like for your household? Because those two go hand in hand. I mean, you may be a, you know, W2 employee under your corporation and have been able to take unemployment. Mm -hmm. And that unemployment check is all you're bringing into the household. And so that, you know, as a business owner, that's something you're going to have to discuss both sides of it. What does that look like for us? Mm -hmm. And it's even, you know, having the conversations from that, you know, that ego standpoint of what can we cut in the short term? You know, I was talking to a girlfriend the other day, you know, and she's like, we're only spending money on food and utilities, mm -hmm. right? We're, we're not doing anything extra. We're not eating out. It's all grocery store and what we need to keep our house running. Everything else has been cut for the time being. She's like, this isn't a forever situation. This is just what we have to do right now. And I think that's really important that that becomes the, the phrase, the mantra that goes with this. This is just for right now. This is not forever. Because sometimes we get really um, reluctant or resistant to doing cuts if we feel like it's going to be a forever thing. But instead, just be like, okay, what does this look like? You know, take a look at what's going on with your cars. I mean, we have three drivers in our house. Before all this shut down, those cars were in use every single day, all day long, right? Now we have one that gets used regularly and the other two... Every so often. Insurance. I mean, I got a call from our... Uh insurance agent and was just like, Hey, what are the numbers? Where are we looking? Because they were making changes. So make sure you reach out to your insurance agent, make sure you're telling them, Hey, there's been some changes over these last couple of months, you know, see what kind of refunds they may be giving you right now. Take advantage of those. You, it, some of this, they may not just do it automatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may have to just give some phone, get some phone calls out there to say, "Hey, what, what's going on here? What's going on there? Can I make some adjustments here? Can we make some adjustments there?" Go for it. 
this is going to be a time as you know, the two of you figure out your finances where it's not going to be a one size fits all. This is going to be a time where, you know, in some marriages, you're going to be calling your landlord and your credit card companies and your utility companies. And you're going to, you know, be figuring out what the payment plans are for others. It may be that, you know, you need to, like, I literally read a story of a landlord the other day. I think he was in, it was in the upper Midwest. I can't remember if it was Minnesota or Wisconsin, but he's got a few properties what did he do? He actually reached out to his tenants and said, what's your situation? So if you're a landlord and you got tenants, this guy did it and he, he heard what was going on and he made an individual plan for each one of his tenants. And I'm not saying that's going to happen in every place, but here's what happened. The tenants had a conversation with their landlord. And in one case, um, one of the tenants had COVID, had coronavirus. And so they were having trouble finding, you know, a fourth to pick up the rent. And he's like, I'll split it with you guys. And I'm not saying that that's going to happen in every case. But what I'm saying is if we can actually become couples that get proactive, just like that quote from Leif Garrett at the very top of the show that said, don't leave your finances to other people. Don't just wait to find out if your mortgage company is going to, you know, extend your pay or, you know, give you a month free or extend your payments no, or they're do not whatever. Giving it for free. Forbearance. They're yeah, forbearance. They're not giving it, it to free. Not free. <laughs> Thank you. You know, don't wait for the, you know, the credit card company or the auto loan or whatever. Take, get on your forefoot, right? Step forward. Be that eagle that's like, I'm going to go take care of this. Why? Because as we get on this as a team, husband and wife, wife and husband, then we can tackle it together. And what happens if, you know, it may not be all rainbows and unicorns in your house, but what happens if the two of you are working together? I will tell you, Tony and I had financial downturns that we did not work together and it got ugly in our house. There were a lot of tears. There were a lot of fights. There was a lot of feistiness on this side of the microphone. And this time around, it's very different. We've, we've cut back. We, you know, like we went into our budget last month and we're like, whoa, this all has to come out. Mm-hmm. Not because of fear, but because we're being wise, because we're going to make a decision on what's going to happen with our money so that we do get to come out of this stronger than ever. Yeah. And you guys got this. You guys got this. We're going to make sure that we drop the episode in the series. So that way you can lo- really look at your money and marriage during this time. It's vital for both of you guys to do that because I really believe in a downturn is one of the best times in our economy to really like strengthen our bond, our marriage, our finances, because we learn, like we we start to just look around and go, is that necessary? Did we need that? What, what, what can we do now? What can we do now? So we can make sure that when this does happen again, because it will I, I didn't think it was going to be this soon, but I knew we would have a downturn and not like this at all. And yet we, out of the 08 situation, began, because of what we went through there, came out strong. So when we got into this, we were ready for it. And you guys can do the same. So get on out there. Make sure that you take advantage of this. Take advantage of the situation you're in to ask and answer those questions about your finances. We have a great section in our coronavirus marriage planner. Pick that up. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coronavirus. Pick that up. There are questions around finance that you need to ask and answer. Go do it. Have yourself a fantastic week. Get those financial numbers down. Start looking at them together. You may be in a better spot than you really even know. 
Have yourselves a fantastic week. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.